Beautiful, Raboy say good morning, good morning. How's everybody doing? Good morning, Noam. Here we go. Today's cheer is sponsored, once again, by the Sherman family of Kew Garden Hills, in memory of their grandmother and great-grandmother, Shandel Bazave Wolf. The yard site is 27 of Tammuz. The 27 of Tammuz. The Shama should have an aliyah. Sponsored by Shia Siegelman. Rufua Shlema for my mother. Kosh who knows who his mother is. Oh, today we have an amazing email. Let's see if you can find it. Oh, hold on. Still by the printer. There we go. Okay. From our good friend, Rav Kalman, Rav Kalman of Five Towns. Listen to this. Hi, Rebelli. Hope all is well with you and Rabbi Yosef. Doesn't say Rav Noam, it says Rabbi Yosef. I guess he deals a lot with Rabbi Yosef. I heard you mention yesterday the 140 plus people who are doing the Sium. Hope you still have place for Kalman of Five Towns. Avada, of course. So the Sium in the Five, of course, Kalman's going to have to take care of the Sium in the Five Towns. I spoke to my Rebbe, and he's all for making big seum at our shul, Yismach Moshe. So anyways, he has a place called Yismach Moshe. It's a nursing home in Woodmere. V'chulu, v'chulu. It's a very long email. But anyways, he wants to do it there. Fine. Now, what a way in which to reopen the shul with a seum broadcast by Reb Eli and whoever's in the neighborhood. Also want to make mention of the impact your shir had on me earlier in this week. It was during the daf where you mentioned the story of how Reb Moshe Feinstein mentioned the difference between two family kids. The one that did the mitzvahs with Simcha, not the ones that said it's hard to be a Jew. It sounded better in Yiddish. When you said it, it hurt me a lot because that person was me before I transformed into Kalman this past year with your daf being the driving force behind my transformation. Together with my Rebbe, now not, we don't have to say the next few words, blah, 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 blah. Okay, fine, I'll say it. Together with my Rebbe, Reblumenstein. There are no coincidences. Right before you mentioned this, this is when my oldest son said something a little chutzpahdik to me. The kids are, he's blaming the chutzpahdik kid as if no one has a chutzpahdik kid on the fact that he said it's Shvert but now he no longer says it's Shvert He does it besimcha, and his youngest one who's only six is going to see only happiness from Yiddishkeit. So anyway, I, I argue with him a little bit. I think no matter what, at whatever stage you are, no matter how old your children are, you can, they can always see new change and accept it and be better kids. It's, that's how it works. It's not, don't, don't give up on this guy. And just because he's chutzpahdik, everybody's chutzpahdik. Even Ramesha Feinstein's kids, I'm sure, are chutzpahdik. Everybody's chutzpahdik today. Forget about it. Menachem Mendel ben Simcha. Oh. In the merit of his father, Menachem Mendel ben Simcha. Thank you again, Rebelli, for all you do, and also Yishkoyach to all the Chaburo. Bezer Hashem should all be back in base measures for the Sium as well. Amen. Regards, Kalman of Five Towns. Givaldik. Today is Daf Kuf Lamed Hey. We're holding on the bottom of Daf Kuf Lamed Dalarum, based the last, last line. Ellie? Yeah. son that was just injured and uh, may need emergency surgery and have in mind Yishai Halevi Ben Kana 
Yishai Halevi Ben Chano Injured, how? No, no more details. Okay, fine. Suffolk V'Andreganos. So we had in the Mishnah that Kuflam Dalaram Beis, all the way in the top, Yenat Mechal Shabbos for Suffolk. Rashi gave an example. He took it out of the Gemara. We said there's a number of examples. And Yenat Mechal Shabbos for an Andreganos who has both Zachrus and Nakfos. Arlasoi. So it says in the Pasuk Arlasoi. The reason why I printed it is just so we see in reference to the first word. We're talking about this word over here, Arlasoi, his Arla, that's a definite Arla. But don't forget that the first word in the Pasuk is Uvayoim. Uvayoim is the big word that we that taught us that Yemachal Shabbos for Brismila. Ubayoyim. So comes the Gemara and says, that's Dafka. If it's Arlasoy, if it's Vadai, when do you have Ubayoyim that Yemachal Shabbos? When it's Arlasoy. Arlasoy Vadai Doiches Shabbos. Tapadav Kuflam and Heyamadalev. Leisofik Doiches Shabbos. And you don't push off Shabbos when you have a Sofik. Arlasoy Vadai Doiches Shabbos. If you learn Dragon, it's Doiches Shabbos. So, the second Allah in the Mishnah, Androgynos, is not our law, sorry. If you do Aymer, Androgynos doiches a Shabbos. Vanush Karis, if an Androgynos doesn't perform bris mila on his Zachros, even though he has Nakvos, he's Chayef Karis, says Rabbi Yehuda. And therefore, he's Mukhiv in a bris mila, so he's, he's doiches Shabbos as well. We, on the other hand, not Rabbi Yehuda, we say, we don't know. It's, not chayv, it's a suffix, it's a zachar, it's in a keva. So for that suffix, we're not going to go and push off Shabbos. Another suffix is, What if a baby was born on Friday? We don't know if he was born on Friday, and therefore his birth should be on Friday, and not on Shabbos, so he cannot push off Shabbos. Or what if the baby is born on Motzi Shabbos, Shabbos Benish Moshes. We don't know if he was born on Sunday or Shabbos. So either or, both cases, it's a Suffolk. We don't know he's born. We don't know for sure that he was born on Shabbos, so it doesn't push off Shabbos. We know that Benish Moshes is a Shabbos. Another one. Our Lossai Vadai is a Shabbos. We know like Shumol is a Shabbos. So here we jump into the sugya of Noilak Yeshumol. Baby was born with a bris. It seems like he doesn't have an arla at all. There's nothing to cut off. So a kid like that should be shamayoimrim say, nevertheless, you have to squeeze out a little blood. We had yesterday all the way the last rashi on the on the Amud. To have dam is part of the mitzvah of Milo. gam at v'dam So, if dam bris is part of the mitzvah, so yes, he was born without an arla, but what about the point that you have to have dam? Part of the Milo is not only removing the arla, but part of the Milo is the blood to come out. So that he didn't have when he was born. So Rabbi Shami say, Tzorach latav bris, 
done bris, so we still owe him Enoitzarach. Not necessary. He already has a bris. Omer Abishim bin Elazar, loy nechleku b'shami b'shilel, al noilak t'shumol, shitzarach la'atav minu dan bris. Mipnei sha'arlok vushahi. Comes Rabbi Shimon bin Elazar and says, No, there is no machloikis when a kid is born with a bris mila. Everybody agrees, even Basil agree, you have to do hatafas dam, you have to do, there's no tzarach la'atav minu dan bris, you have to do hatafas dam. Why? There's a concept called Arla Kvusha. The Arla is there, you just don't notice it. It's, 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 uh, it's stuck to the, to, the, to the Mila. It's Kavosh. So you have to do something about it. You have to do Atavaz Dam. What happens, let's say in Arab, or in America, a lot of people have Brisim, nothing to do with being Jewish. And now they come and they want to be Gerim. But that for sure, you can't say it's Arla Kfusha, you can't say there's an Arla, you just don't see it. Physically, physically, he doesn't have an Arla. It was removed, surgically, but not L'Shem Mila. And not when he was a Yid. Basil say you don't need to to do any atavas dam, he's already mole, and that's it. So Melo, if he was born when he was mole, you don't push off Shabbos. So according to Rabbeinu Tam, this is a very interesting Allah here. According to Rabbeinu Tam, if a ger comes to you with a bris milah, he says that even if you do hatafas dam, he's not 100% Jewish, but his children are Yidin. And the Ramam says that he doesn't understand such a thing. How is it possible that someone is not Jewish, his kids are Jewish? It's Marabjah. Now, there was a beautiful story that I heard from Dr. Factor, and I didn't want to say it over. I didn't feel it was appropriate, but I had such a yet to heart to say it over. And I said it over after, you know, after the shir was over in Zoom. But now, because there's halacha, that has to do with this, with, this, with this story somewhat, so I can't control myself, I have to say the story. So, if you have like a chasidish kid in the back seat, like Yossi Yisrael Goldstein said, so just fast forward a, few, a minute or so, don't listen to this. I'm, I'm giving you a warning here. <laughs> it's an adult theme. The, but it's a beautiful, a beautiful mice. It's never going to make it into the Ellie Classics, this story. But it still has... No, I'm getting your hand off your forehead. It's okay, it'll be good. Don't worry about it. He's so nervous. Uh, yeah, you should be nervous. But the, the, there's a huge, huge lesson here. I, I was very touched by this story. There was a, a nine-year-old kid in Russia whose brother had a bris mila. And the nine-year-old kid really wanted to have a bris, but he was going back and forth and he was crying and crying and he didn't want to have it and he did want to have it. And I don't remember the detail exactly if he wanted to do it for his mother, maybe that was a different story, I'm mixing it up. But he wanted to do the bris really badly, but he couldn't bring himself to. And finally, he said, okay, I, I'm going to do the bris. So they do the bris 
And a couple minutes later, Dr. Factor sees this kid jumping with joy, literally laughing and he's, he's singing, he's crying. And he goes over and he says, what happened? He said, he took a look and he can't believe it. He thought that a bris means they chop it all off. And, all, and he, he couldn't believe it. Wow, it's there. In other words, I mean, the, the, the kayak of this kid, he, he was willing, at the, at the end of the day, he was willing to do that. Why am I saying the Maisa? Halacha la Maisa. If a guy, a, a, a ger comes to you without anything, zero. He doesn't have an aver at all. So, Likula Alma, this is a Chiddush. Likula Alma, you don't have to do, obviously, you can't do Atav Hazdam. There's nothing to do Atav Hazdam too. So he becomes a Yid, Gomer, with Tvila. What's the issue? Because in order to be, become Jewish, you have to be Mechavo Mitzvah, you have to do Amila and Tvila. But he doesn't have the ability to do Amila. So in that case, you don't have to do, even the Rabbi Tam, everybody will agree that he's 100% a Yid. But I think it's an incredible story. Fine. For some reason, Yoel Bergman wants to control my camera. I'm not sure why. Yoel, you gotta listen to the, to the shir now. All right. Omar Mar, let me decline this for a second. Omar Mar, Veloi Sofeg, Doiches Shabbos. Lasuyimai. Didn't we go through all the Sveikis now? We spoke in Andreganos. He was born with Emila. What, what else is there? We mentioned it last night. In the time of the Gemara, and Tysus talks about it, what happens today. But in the time of the Gemara, a baby that was born in the eighth month wasn't viable. You're born in the seventh, viable. Born in the ninth, viable. Born in the eighth, nothing. You're mukta, not a, you're like an Evan. We assume the baby's going to die. So, Ben Shival Mechal Mazah Shabbos. If he's born in the seventh month, Mechal Shabbos, you do a brismila. Or Ben Shmoyna, a Mechal Mazah Shabbos. You don't do a brismila. Safik means Shiva, Safik Ben Shmoyna. So, that's the other case. Safik, whether he's born in the seventh, at the end of the seventh, or the beginning of the eighth, ain't Mechal Mazah Shabbos. Because we don't know. Maybe he's not viable. So, there's no point to be Mechal Shabbos. It's incredible. A baby who's born in the eighth month, in the time of the Gemara, he's like a stone. In other words, he's mukta. You push it, can't touch him. He's crying, let him cry. His mother could bend over and nurse the baby because of her sakana, because her milk could be misakin her. Toysis points out, you don't have to come on to Sakana if a woman is in pain without Sakana, she's allowed, to, she's allowed to just waste the milk. In other words, the problem of nursing is mefarik. So there's no dash, there's no mefarik. She could, okay, fine. Couple points here. What is the problem to do a bris on a baby that's eight months old? What's the iser? The, the, the iser usually is that you're causing a chabura. You're, you're making a wound on Shabbos. But the baby is dead. Halachically, the baby is dead. So you let him make a bris on a dead person on Shabbos. There's no, you're not over on chabura if the person is dead. 
So what's the problem? Rashi says that's a beautiful question, and therefore Rashi says it has to be that we're talking about the machshiri mitzvah. The actual mila there wouldn't be an issue at all. Because either he's a viable baby and he requires a bris milah and it's beautiful that you're doing it, or the baby's dead. Halakhili, the baby's dead. You didn't do a chabur. You can't, even if right now he's alive, but halakhili he's dead, so you didn't do a chabur to a live, to a live kid. So we're talking about creating the knife for the milah. Taisis says here, that in our day is a little different. He goes into the whole eight thing. And, and Taisis also relies on this Rashi to say the Memanafshach. That if the baby is born in the eighth month, what do you have to lose? You have nothing to lose. In other words, perform a bris milah. If the baby's going to end up living like the babies end up living in our days, so great. You did a bris milah. And if the baby doesn't end up living, you didn't. The only iser was we said the machshire milah. But the milah itself is absolutely no iser. So do it in shach, says Taisus. There's no reason why not to give an eight-month-old baby a meal. The only, the only issue would be in Machshiria to create a knife for that baby. So don't create knives. If you already have a knife, do Mila. If the baby is a dead baby, so you did Mila to that baby, there's no issue. And if the baby is a live baby, then you're Mikhail in the mitzvah. Itmar. Ravomar. Halacha. Kitanakama. Comes along Rav and says, that according to, like the Tanakama, there was a machloikis, whether or not Basil argue on Hatavas Dam. So according to Rav, Basil hold, you don't need Hatavas Dam, ever. You never need Hatavas Dam. Ushmul Amar, Kibushim bin Elazar. No, that the whole machloikis was on a ger. But when a baby is born, a baby's born with a mila, there's no machlaikis. That according to everybody, you need hatavas dam on a baby that's born as is with a mila. Machlaikis is by a ger. Says the Gemara Maisa. It's a terrible story. The famous Ravadabarahava had a baby, this exact case. The baby was born with a mila. By the way, today, I believe, I think it's brought in the Mishnabura that you, you should wait. If a baby's born with a mila, be, before you start doing a tafas dam, etc., wait, see if it could separate, maybe this is a arla, you wait a few days. He went around looking for a mile that would perform the mila on Shabbos. And every male told him, I can't perform the mila because even according to Beis Shammai, you have to do Atavas Dam, but not on Shabbos, not Misa. It's still, even says Rashi, even according to Beis Shammai, it's a Suffolk. Beis Shammai says you have to do Atavas Dam, but maybe, Beis Shammai is not saying a thousand percent that this baby has Arla. There's a Tzad that he has Arla. On the Tzad that he has Arla, they have to do Atavas So therefore, no male wanted to do the mila on Shabbos. Because of the Suffolk, and you can't be Machal Shabbos on the Suffolk. Says the Gemara, what happened was, so he said, you know what, no one wants to do it. I hold, you have to do a bris milah. He took a knife and cut his baby. Says the Gemara, this Shavi Khrushchevcha. He created, he cut too much. He cut part of the Gid, and that creates a Khrushchevcha. 
What's the halacha by Khrushchevcha? The Torah says, if a baby is a Khrushchevcha, he cannot marry another Jew. Very interestingly, the Rabbeinu Hananel here on the side says, brings you Yerushalmi, that this baby died, one pshat. Another pshat is that he davened, he was mitztar until the baby died. Not exactly sure, I don't think he davened that the baby should die. He davened that should take care of this baby. You know, the baby has no future, can't marry anybody. Could marry certain people, but not kahal, not, not Jews from birth. Memela, that's what he says. He brings you Shalmi, the baby died. Adeshavi Khrushchevcha. And this is a very famous line. Omar, tasily the Avri Adirav. I deserve this, that I lost my child or that I did the Khrushchevcha. According to Yushalmi, I lost my child. The Avri Adirav. I didn't pass. Rav says that you don't, you don't do, according to Basil, you don't do Atafas Dam. There's no reason to do the Milan Shabbat. So, I was over in Rav. I should have listened to Rav, who passing like Basilil, that this baby that's mole is mole. Forget about it. You don't have to do anything. And because I went against Rav, I caused this damage. And that's what happened. Hastily, the Avriya the Rav. What only according to Rav he was over, but according to Shmuel not. In the weekday, Shmuel said, Do Atavas Dab. Where do you see that Shmuel says that you should be Michal Shabbos to do Atafas Dam? Says the Gemara, who saw that Ravad held Vaday Orla Kvushihi. It's 100% a Orla, and therefore you have to do Atafas Dam right now on Shabbos. Again, this baby that's born with the Brismila says Ravada, it's not a Brismila, you're not seeing it correctly. The Orla is stuck. It's, 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 um, it adhered to the, to the Mila. You just don't notice it. But it's 100% there. The Itmar, I'll prove it to you. A little bit of a Cheshmer. Rabbi says, I'm concerned maybe it's an Arlik Vusha. In other words, the baby requires a Mila. It's 100% that he requires a Mila. Omar Rabbi Yosef, where do I get this? That is 100%. This annual. Rebbe Lezak Haper Oimer, Loi Nechliku Beishamay Bisil Al Noilat Kishumal Shetzorch Lahatav Menu Dambris. Says Rebbe Lezak Haper, there is no machlokes between Beishamay Bisil on a baby who was born when he was mole. That you need dam, you need a tavas dam. Everybody agrees you need a tavas dam. Am Anechliku Lechalal All of Us Hashavos. So comes. Rebbe Lezar Kapar, and says, the whole machlaikis is whether or not you should be mechal Shabbos or not, but everybody agrees you have to do a tofas dam. B'sham ha'yoyimim mechal ha'mas ha'shabbos, u'b'sil ha'yoyimim e'in mechal ha'mas ha'shabbos. That's all we have right here. We have Rebbe Lezar Kapar. Rebbe Lezar Kapar says, the whole machlaikis is whether or not you should be mechal Shabbos. Now, Who's Mechulk on Rebbe Lezak Kapar? There's an invisible Tanakama over here that's, that argues on Rebbe Lezak Kapar. What does this invisible Tanakama hold? You could either hold that everybody agrees there is no Mechlekes in Shabbos. Everybody agrees that you are Mechal Shabbos. Or everybody agrees you're not Mechal Shabbos. Those are the two options, right? 
But somebody argues on Rabbi Yezar Kaper. Uh, Rabbi Yezar Kaper says, there's a machloikis, everybody agrees you have to do atav dam. But there's a machloikis on Shabbos. you machal Shabbos, you're not machal Shabbos, we still say you're not, we shall say you are. But who argues? And what would they say that are? Who argues? We'll call them Tanakama. I don't know their name. Name is Tanakama. And what does Tanakama say? 100% you machal Shabbos. Or 100% you're not machal Shabbos. Says the Gemara, Allah machal Tanakama Savar, Michal loves Shabbos. Says Rav Yosef, obviously the Tanakama holds the Yimachal Shabbos. Meaning, if the Tanakama holds you 100% Michal Shabbos, there's no Machloikis, even base Hillel holds Yimachal Everybody holds Yimachal Shabbos, Bishama, you still hold Yimachal Shabbos. That's a Mandomer that holds that's 100% Arla Kvusha. There's 100% the Arla here. How could everybody hold Yimachal Shabbos? Because the only way you can be Michal Shabbos is if there's zero Suffolk. If there's no suffolk, you gotta put this in, in thing. If there's no suffolk, then I can be Michal Shabbos. So here's a Mandomar, Mr. Tanakama, invisible Tanakama. I hold like invisible Tanakama. Says the Gemara, woo. The Dylan Tanakama, the Riyakol, Eimachal Kama. Who told her? We don't see, not a name and not, not a line. We don't, we don't see anything in this price. We see Rebbe Leazar Kappa says there's Machloikis in Shabbos. But maybe the Tanakhama holds that everybody holds, you're not Mechal Shabbos. Maybe everybody holds that's a big fat Suffolk. Who told Rabbi Yosef that the, Tanak- the Tanakhama, that we don't even know who he is and where he is and what he says, holds that everybody holds that it's not a Suffolk? Says the Gemara, very interesting. So everybody holds that, and comes Rabbi Yosef and explains that according to Bishama, you have to be Mechal Shabbos. Who cares about Bishama? We don't pass him like him anyways. Why is he explaining it? Says the Gemara, no. Oh. Maybe the Tanakhama wasn't even talking about Shabbos. Tanakhama was talking about a weekday. Do you have to do Hatavaz Dam at all on a weekday? That's where the Machlegis was. And on Shabbos, everybody agrees, you're not Machal. And then he comes along and says, no, that's what Rabbi Yosef is coming saying. No, you should know that even on, on, on Shabbos, this is Machloikas. Okay. Omar Rabbasi, new sugi, Rabbi Yosef, new sugi. Comes Rabbasi and says, an amazing, amazing chiddush. Says Ravasi. I mean, whoever heard of such a thing? But he says the Chiddush, that if a woman is not tummy when she gives birth, you do, you perform the Brismila the first day the kid is born. Right away. I think that's what, right? Non-Jews, don't they do... They do the mila in the hospital. I don't know, first, second day, whatever. There's no, they don't wait eight days. What does it mean that a, a, a woman is not tummy? I mean, she's either tummy seven days or 14 days. What does it mean she's not tummy? So either she gave birth through cesarean, right? And Mamela, she's not tummy. Or she was misguided, she became a giyoris after she gave birth. Two things, says Rashi. So in those two cases, 
she doesn't have Tumah, if she doesn't have Tumah, there's no Mila. No Mila Lishmaira. You do the Mila on the first day. How do I know this is Ravasi Shanemar? Ishoki Sazriya Viyolda Zohar Vitama. If this Tuma, only then is there a brismila on the eighth day, but otherwise you perform the brismila right away. Ask the Baya Bam question. What about everybody after Avramovinu? All the people in Mitzrayim, they performed the brismila, but they didn't have Tumas Leida. Tumas Leida only occurred when the Torah was given. There's no, there's no such thing as Tumah in those days. Tumah, the Torah is Machadish, the concept of Tumah. But Bris Mila was from Avram Avinu, all the way to Matan Torah, there's Bris Mila. Sheni Mitmei they didn't have Tumah, and they still waited eight days. Omar Nitna Torah, we're turning the page, sponsored by Rip Fischl, from official catering, you're right. They didn't meal on the eighth day. They didn't have Tumah. But when the Torah came along and said the concept of Tumah, I'm telling you something new happened. From now on, it's not on the eighth day. If the woman doesn't have Tumah, because they look, the Torah says a pasuk that, that bris meal is tali in Tumah. If there's no Tumah, then the, you don't wait for eight days. You do it right away. How could that be? If a baby is born through caesarean, or if a baby has two arloys, says Rashi, what's Pshat two arloys? Either the baby has two layers, or physically he has two bris milas. Rav Huno, Rav Chiyo, Rav Chad Omar, You don't know which one is the Iker, which one is the Tafel, so I can't, I can't be Mechal Shabbos. You only do the bris on one, on the, the one that he uses. The other one is Stam. I don't do a bris on that one. But I don't know which one it is. It just says, Are you Machal Shabbos? You're not Machal Shabbos. But it says specifically, Born with the Caesarean, there's no Tumah. It seems like you have to wait. You have to wait for, for eight days. Says Gemara, one is dependent on the other. The only bris mila that pushes off a Shabbos is eight days. So they're one and the same. You can't, you can't divide them. You can't say, oh, it says over here, Chil Shabbos. Chil Shabbos is when he's eight days. So, there, so he is eight days. Says the Gemara, Kitanoi. This Svara, the Ravasi says, that if a woman is not Tomei, you do the bris right away on the first day, Seems to be a machlaikis tanoi. So, here's the Agdama. It says in the Pasuk, Uben Shmoinas Yomim, Yimar Lochem Kozachar, Ludar Sechem, kid is eight days old, performers meal, Yilid Bayis Umiknas Kesef. Now, Yilid Bayis means we're talking about a slave. The slave was born in your house. You lived by us. You already owned the mother. He was born in your house. Mignas Kasef means you just purchased the slave. In both cases, when do you do the bris milah? Uben Shemayin Eight days. 
Very important word here is lachem in green. Lachem. Chachamim say that this lachem tells us that this slave must be like you. Lachem, like you. A slave that's similar to you, you do it on Shemone Siyama. Why? There's another Pasuk. Right afterwards. Pasuk immediately afterwards. Perek. Yudzayin. Pasuk Yud Gimel. This the first Pasuk is Yud Beis. Himal Yimal Yelid Beischa Umiknas Kaspacha. Repetitive Pasuk. But guess what? What's missing from this Pasuk? What day you should do the Mila? It doesn't say what day. This Pasuk tells us Uben Shmenas Yamim. Second later, same exact thing. Why would the Torah repeat itself? To tell us a huge chiddush that there's a yilid bayis and there's a miknas kaspecha that the milah is on the first day, not on the eighth day. So we have four cases here. We have a yilid bayis, a slave that was born in your house, that the milah is on the first day, and a yilid bayis that the milah is on the eighth day, and then we have a miknas kaspecha. A slave that you bought, wasn't born in your house, you bought the slave as is. Sometimes you perform the meal on the first day, and sometimes on the eighth day. So according to Chachamim, there's one factor here. There's one thing. It has to be lochem. Any baby, any slave that's similar to you, so you perform the brismila like you. When's your brismila? On the eighth day. If the baby is not like you, then you perform the brismila on the first day. According to Rav Chama, this, he agrees to that idea. Yeah, it has to be lochem, like you. But there's one other, one other tonight. The mother has to be tummy. Oh, so if the mother has to be tummy, here's a riot to Rav Asi. Only tuma creates an eighth day. And if you're not tummy, caesarean, whatever, there's no eighth day. Let's see inside. Kitanoi. This is going to take us down to the end of the sugya, to the end of the Amr today. There's a slave that was born in your house that you... He's, the Mila's on the first day. And there's one, the same exact Yilid Bayis, but he's born, the Mila's on the eighth day. There's going to be some repetitive lines here. What's the case of Miknas Kesef? You purchased a pregnant slave, and then she gave birth. This is a child that was, you purchased the baby, he was purchased, yet you did the Brismila after eight days. But if you bought the shifcha when she already had her baby, you bought her, let's say, immediately after childbirth, with the baby already in this world, you do the mila immediately. Now, we're going to the other category. He was born in your possession. You already owned the slave. You bought a shifcha, and she became pregnant by you. What's missing? 
the other case. What's the case of Yilid Bayis that Nima Lechad doesn't say? That we're going to discuss in a second. Right now we have three cases. How do you have Yilid Bayis Shinima Lishmaila? Born in your house that you wait eight days? If you bought a Shifcha and she became pregnant by you and she gave birth, it's a regular Eved that's born by you under your, as you owned it, Shmaina. Says the Gemara, Rav Chama Oimer. Just want to see something? No, okay. This is very interesting that Rav Chama is brought in Shas many, many times, dozens and dozens of times. Yet, the Gemara starts off the Sugya Kit Hanoi. This is a Machloikis Tanoim. Says the Rabbeinu Hananel, this is only one of three places in the entire Shas that a Tan is called Rav Cham, Rav. Rav Cham. Because we're not talking about the famous Rav Chama, Rav Chama Baguria, Rav Chama Rechanina. We're, we're not talking about the Amoira, Rav Chama. We're talking about somebody else called Rav Chama the Tana. Because that's why it's a Machloikis Tanoim. Rav Chama Oimer. If she gave birth and then only afterwards you were toivel her, why? Because this is the halacha of Ravasi. Since when she gave birth, she didn't have tumah, she was a guy, the guy doesn't have tumah. So therefore, you have to perform the mili immediately. Hidbila, but if first there was a tefila, ememela, when she gave birth, she gave birth, she gave birth with tumah, and then you perform the mila on the eighth day. Okay? So Ravasi is going to go like Rav Chama, that it has to do with tumah. If there's tumah, then the Mila is on the eighth day. If there's no Tumah, then the Mila is on the first day. Tanakama says, there's no difference. It doesn't make a difference to me when the Tvila was. Even if the mother doesn't have Tumah, at the end of the day, we perform the Bris Mila on the eighth day. So now the Gemara just has to figure out the fourth case. You know what? I actually I did a very, very rudimentary chart. I'm not exaggerating. 708. I pushed print. But you have here two categories. I don't know if you could see. No color, nothing. You lit by Miknas Kesef. The eighth day and the first day. According to Rav Chama. If it's you lit bias, if she was toivel and then gave birth, you do it on the eighth day. You lit bias. If she get, was toivel, uh, no, this is completely wrong. Throw this out. That's what happens when it's last sec. Okay, next. Sunday. Shvacha charts. Bishloy miler of chama mishkachas lo yilid bayis nima leechod. Yilid bayis nima leshmoina. Miknas kesem nima leechod. Or miknas kesem nima leshmoina. I have all four cases figured out according to Rebbe Chama. The Gemara goes into it. We already said it, the Gemara goes into it again. If she gave birth and only afterwards she was toivel, 
you do the, the, the Mila on the first day. Why? Because when she gave birth, she didn't have Tuma. And if there's no Tuma when she gives birth, because she was a guy, it was before the Tvila, before she became completely Jewish, or a Shifcha that's Chai B'mitzvahs, the bris Mila is on the first day. Hidbila, but if first she was Mikabal Mitzvah, she's Teival. So she, now she has Tuma V'achkach Yold, and then afterwards she gave birth, Great. That's Yilid Bayis. Miknas Kesev Nimal Shmoina. What happens if she. Where's my piece of paper here? Miknas Kesev Nimal Shmoina. What's the other case? That he already purchased her. She was already there. I'm sorry. He purchased her. Not Yilid Bayis. He purchased her. Nimal Shmoina. How is it? Kigoyin Shilokach Shivcha Muberes. He bought her when she was pregnant. Vidbila. And he was Toybler Vachakach Yolda. So basically, he purchased her with the baby already, Kavyochal, in the world. Like there's a Metzis of this Vlad, and he put her in the mikvah, Vachakach Yolda. And then she gave birth. That's when you do a Brismil on the eighth day. Miknas Kesef, Nimelechot, Kigain, Shalokhezet. No Chidushimir. We said all this already. Kigain, Shalokhezet, Shivcha, Vizeu Baro. Now, if, here's a big chiddush. Rashi says, why do you have to say this chiddush? Here's, if, one person bought the shivcha, and one person bought the vlad. So here's a big chiddush. Rashi says, you don't have to come on to it. You could say that, that first she, she was toivel and then she gave birth. Fine. I want to say even if she was toivel and then she gave birth, there's still a situation where you do the meal on the first day, says Rashi. You hear the case? If she was toivel and then she gave birth, I have a case where, where there's, there, there's a meal on the first day. How? If one person bought the, the, the shifcha by herself and the other person only bought the ubar. You only bought the ubar. So this is not like Lachem. This has nothing to do with a regular Jew. You, the meal is on the first day. Elo Now, according to the Tanakama, that being Tomei and not Tomei has no effect on this baby. We don't care if the mother is not Tomei. According to Rav Chama, if the mother is not Tomei, I do the meal on the first day. But according to Chachamim, that Tumah has no effect on the Brismila. So what's a case of a person who bought a Shivcha and, uh, I'm sorry, the, the Yilid Bais didn't buy, the Shivcha lives by him. What's a case that you perform the Brismila on the first day? According to Chama, if there's no Tefillah yet, if she's not Tomei, fine. But according to Chachamim, it does make a difference. Amar Shivcha a person buys a shifcha only for her offspring. He's not buying her goof. He wants nothing to do with her. He doesn't get anything from her, just the offspring. And therefore, I performed the brismila on the first day. Why? Because this has nothing to do with the Jewish kid. This is not lochem. Going back to this pasuk, it has to be lochem, like you. And like you means a full, a full yid. If I just have an offspring that came out of the sky, not from a mother, a mother that's owned by somebody else, that's not something that I do a bris milah on the eighth day. That's on the first day. This is one of these machlaikis and brought down ten times in Shas or so. 
There's a fundamental machloika is if when I buy just fruit off a tree, I say I want this tree just for the fruit. Do I own, is it, do I own part of the tree or not? So if this makes sense, if I own zero from the actual shifcha, all I get is fruit, 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 I get the offspring. So I do the bris on the first day. But if regardless of what I say and what our deal is, there's no way of me getting offspring without owning some, some of the karen, of the karka, of the, of the shifcha. So at the end of the day, I have a little bit of a mother here, so it is similar to a Jew. And if it is, it is similar to the Jew, the meal should be on the eighth day. Talking about a case where I buy a shivcha and I say, on condition, I'm never toivel this woman. If I'm never toivel this woman, then she's not like a yid. Justice points out that if I buy a shivcha and she refuses to be toivel, then you have to get rid of her. But I'm, I'm permitted to make a tnai and say, I'm buying her on condition that I will never be toiveler. It's a different type of shivcha knanis. We might not be so familiar with her, but there's such a thing. I buy a shivcha knanis on condition I'm never toiveler. She has halachas of a guide because when she does give birth, her son is nimal on the first day. Have a wonderful, wonderful gishmaka day. What? What did you say, Lauren? Great picture and sound today. They were, they were both excellent today. Picture and sound. That's all, that's all Gary. Gary. Shkoyach Gary. I don't know. Did anybody see Gary? Because he wasn't, he wasn't going into my computer. He wasn't messing around too much. Last night he was all over the place. My screen was flying. When Ellie said that, she said that's a great picture. No matter what. Even if it's not a picture at all. Shkoyach. 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 I don't complain when it's not, I'm only complimenting when it is. Oh, oh. <laughs>